Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show, CBS Sports Radio. Much love to everybody locked in and listening all over North America. People tuned in on the free Odyssey app your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 158, and everybody listening on the smart speaker. I appreciate you. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm here with my main man, super producer and host, Dave Shepard. And just thank you to you. I hope you had a tremendous Tuesday. I hope you're going to have a great Wednesday as we pull over to the hump. It's Valentine's Day. Maybe you're getting some humps in. I don't, I don't know what you're doing. But you're here listening to me, so maybe not. Anyway, we've had a busy show so far. We've talked about the new head coaches in the NFL. Shane Steichen of the Indianapolis Colts. uh, Jonathan Gannon, now of the Arizona Cardinals. And then right before we went to break, we had a a caller basically say, Hey, hey, JR, why the hell doesn't Eric Biennemi have a job? I do not know. Nobody knows. Hey, Shep, do you know? I I am dumbfounded why he doesn't have a job at this point. It's ridiculous. I don't don't know. Shep doesn't know. Uh, Andy Reid maybe knows, but he ain't going to say nothing. He doesn't know. Nobody knows. This man just won a Super Bowl. Again, another one. People were saying, well, it was Mike Kafka, and he ain't there anymore. And Andy Reid, as a matter of fact, this is what Andy Reid, this is what Andy Reid had to say about this man, Eric Bieniemy, and just what he brings to the team. And uh, it's just, uh, it's a lot of praise. Listen. Eric Bieniemy has been tremendous for us, and I think is tremendous for the National Football League. And I'm... Um, Hoping he has an opportunity to go somewhere and and uh, and you know do his thing where he, he can run the show and and be Eric Bieniemy. Well, that that wasn't all that enthusiastic. Maybe Terry Bradshaw gave him too many cheeseburgers. I don't know. Patrick Mahomes he spoke before the Super Bowl. Uh, Mahomes talking about Eric Bieniemy. And he said, man, I don't, I don't know why this man don't have a job yet. Listen. Does Eric deserve to be a head coach, too? I mean, it's, it's, it's so past deserves, man. I mean, he's done everything the right way. Um, he's, he's been a part of this offense 
Um, and this team for so long holds everybody accountable, is creative, and uh, making up plays for us. Um, and I don't know why he hasn't been hired, but it's been it's been great for us because we've had a, one of the best coaches in the league with us for way long past due, and he's been uh, winning winning a lot of games with us. Eric Bieniemy has been the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs since 2018. He's been on the staff since 2013. Started off as the running backs coach. We know Patrick Mahomes took over in 2018 as the starter. Decided to go out there and just wake everybody up with 50 touchdown passes. He was a player in the NFL. A lot of people don't necessarily remember him as a running back in the 90s playing for the Chargers and the Bengals. It was backup. And then he was uh, coming out of Colorado where he won a national championship. And so he's, he's qualified at this point. And we hear the same thing. I don't have an answer. And so if you're asking me, I don't know. I don't go around asking my NFL friends, hey, why don't he have a job? I mean, there are more important things that I think about than, hey, why doesn't he have a gig? None of these owners have wanted to hire him. None of these general managers have wanted to hire him. Are we just going to say, well, it's just because he's black? I I would think that there's more to it than that. Does the NFL have an issue when it comes down to, to hiring black and minority head coaches? The, the answer is yes. I mean, at this moment, you have Tomlin, you have Bowles, you have D'Amico Ryans, Mike McDaniels identifies as biracial. It's, that's, three, that's three black head coaches. And so the NFL has, has done a quote-unquote better job in hiring team presidents. This is something that will take time over years, potentially even ownership. Eric Bieniemy, for all of his accomplishments, for everything that he just did with the Chiefs, what is he? Is he stale bread? Is he like the salad or the produce at the supermarket? You know, they they always push the the old stuff to the front, and people reach around it to the back because they feel that, well, that's that's new in the back. I, I'm gonna get some milk. I'm going in the back, not the front. They trying to get rid of the expired stuff in the in the front, and so. We don't know why Eric Bieniemy doesn't have a job. Someone who has a theory is LaShawn McCoy. And his thought process isn't even a theory. He's speaking from experience. This is LaShawn McCoy back from uh, I Am Athlete, the podcast. Listen. And the reason why I finished is because me and the coordinator, didn't, we had a difference about different things, right? And I'm going to say this. It's the reason why every year they keep hyping him up to get a, a coaching job, a head coach or office coordinator job for everywhere else, and you don't get one because he's the, talking about Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, and the players. You're bringing this up now when we got a minute to like, tell the truth. Listen, <laughs> because some players, right, he talks to them a, a certain way, and some players would take it. I wouldn't take it. Like, whoa, you know, and some question I would ask, everybody's accountable. Yeah. That's why it's not because he's a black coach. That's not the reason. The reason that because he, I won't get into that, but I'll say this. You can't, you can't say you, the, the, the reason. I mean, yeah, what got, we got one minute. But that's the reason why that every year they hype him up to get a job. And then when the time comes, nobody hires him because they know what type of coach he really is. So you're saying Eric B. Enemy was Good night. why you stopped playing in Kansas City? Yeah, come on, man. That's players. Wow. They knew what it was. Okay. Sean McCoy is like, okay, I didn't like the guy. And that's that's one opinion. It's one opinion. And it's not like LaShawn McCoy has just a a long-standing track record of just, uh, you know, breaking news from his own mouth. You know, so 
And not everybody going to like everybody. I haven't heard anything else from LaShawn McCoy, or not LaShawn McCoy, from any other players, I should say. Uh, but you, you do have to take what he said into some type of account. But we don't know if it's sour grapes or whether it's accurate. But the fact that it's out there, you got to lend a credence. Not everybody's going to get along with folks. People don't get along with their head coaches. People don't get along with their bosses. People don't get along with people who live in the same damn house with them. And so are we, we going to really look at this as, as the reason? It might be the case. We've heard that he, he interviews poorly. Well, what does that mean? This much I, I know ain't fair. When you have Jim Ursay hiring Jeff Saturday, who has zero experience, has him out there for eight games, he goes one for seven. He goes through three, three rounds of, of interviews. And Eric Bieniemy still don't have a job? Like, yeah, the, we know the system is broken. I don't know if Eric Bieniemy not having a job is a part of that because he happens to be black. We know this. We just finished watching two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl for the first time. We got to go back to 2007 with Lovey Smith and, and Tony Dungy in the Super Bowl. We haven't seen a black quarterback coach a Super Bowl game since Mike Tomlin did it a little more than a decade ago. We got three black cute, oh, excuse me, coaches in the league now. I told you, Tomlin, Bowles, and D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico just got the job. I, I can't imagine Todd Bowles being the Buccaneers head coach for a long-ass time. And we got five black team presidents. And so this is, this is no new issue. I don't know why the enemy doesn't have a job. But Jeff Saturday can walk off of uh, ESPN, get a gig, get fired, and then sound like the happiest man on earth. L- listen, to, listen to Jeff Saturday today after he found out he wasn't keeping his job. What's up, everybody? Hey, first, I just want to say uh, to the Colts organization, the Colts Nation, how much I appreciate the opportunity. I'm so grateful uh, for the last eight weeks of the season and the opportunity to represent you guys. I appreciate the coaches for all your time, energy, and effort to all the players uh, laying it out there each and every week. I can't tell you how much I respect and appreciate what each and every player, not only for the Colts, but the NFL do uh, and, and what they, they put on the line each and every week. But it was an absolute blessing. Uh, I, I look fondly upon it. Wish we would have done better, but uh, ultimately that that is where it is. And so uh, I want to wish Coach Dyken the best of luck. I'm still a huge Colt fan and pulling for you guys. Looking forward to uh, hoisting some Lombardi trophies and excited for your opportunity. So uh, for everybody out there, including the however many thousand that signed a petition, which may have included my wife and son, not exactly sure, but in in all honesty, I'm so grateful for uh, Colts Nation and who you are. Damn. I understand he was an interim head coach, but I ain't never heard anybody that damn happy to not keep their job, especially if you wanted it. Eric Bieniemy can't even get a, a chance or a shot. Shep, how, how many more years do we have to wait to figure out what the real deal is? So, JR, here, here's my thought process with that. I, I believe the Chiefs are looking out for Eric Bieniemy here. I don't think Andy Reid is going to coach all that much longer. And I think 
enemy is the heir apparent. Oh. We, we Listen, we, we know. Good you, point. Listen, you, you just played and rightfully described Andy Reid's level of enthusiasm about Eric Bieniemy. It doesn't seem it's, – it, it's, yeah, it's good lip service. It, it, it's a company line. It's helping out his guy, but it's not all overly enthusiastic. You hear Patrick Mahomes discuss him. He, he is crazy about Eric Bieniemy in a good way, not the way LaShawn McCoy is. And so with that being said, you know Mahomes is in this for the long haul, a lot more so than Andy Reid is going to be. And so I think Mahomes understands who his next head coach ultimately will be. And that's what this is about. If, 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 I, if I had to guess, because there's no way Eric Bieniemy, because he, he's, so, he's, so, he's so gregarious, he's so fun-loving, he's interesting to listen to. You want that. You want a personality in NFL locker room. Look at what happened with the Dolphins and Mike McDaniel. He can't interview that bad. Yeah, I, I, but there's, there has to be something. And I don't think it's just because he's black. I think that's an overall massive issue in the NFL when you think about, obviously, the players on the field and you think about the culture surrounding the game. It doesn't match up when it comes to head coaching opportunities that you only have three black head coaches. I'm not saying that it needs to match uh, the the 70% that happens to be on the field, but it is just absolutely not astonishing. It's, It's sad that you can look at the ultimate position of leadership and and most coaches, or not most coaches, but most organizations, they still feel that, hey, uh, a black a black uh, head coach is, is not qualified to go ahead and, and lead a squad. It's, it's terrible. But you bring up an excellent point, Shep. We don't know how long Andy Reid is going to be here with the Kansas City Chiefs. It ain't going to be for as long as Patrick Mahomes is around. Because there's going to come a point in time where Andy Reid is like, all right, it's time for me to check out. And it would be a, a natural ascension uh, for Eric Bieniemy to, to take over that job. And so, you know, we always try to find a silver lining in things in life. I don't know why Bieniemy doesn't have a job. I, I think it's just a matter of he hasn't gotten it and nobody wants him. He's old news. He's, uh, he's the milk that's about to expire. But for the Kansas City Chiefs, this this guy is probably going to be gold into the future. Like, let's be real. If and when Andy Reid leaves, are, are any of us going to expect the, the Kansas City Chiefs to just pick up a guy off the street? They're going to go hire somebody else's offensive coordinator? No, they want to have some type of continuity. They want to keep things rolling here with Eric Bieniemy. And so listen, folks. I don't have no damn answer. You know, I know a caller asked me, and what's this, and what do you think, and, and who's next, and why doesn't Eric Bieniemy have a job? I have no damn clue. I can read and see and hypothesize the same things you do. I have no inside information. You just heard LaShawn McCoy, how Eric Bieniemy talks to some players. Not going to fly. That's why he's not a head coach. You just heard from Patrick Mahomes saying that he has no idea. He's, he's way past due to be a head coach in the league. Who the hell you believe in more? You're going to believe LaShawn McCoy? You're going to believe Patrick Mahomes? Why should you believe one over the other? LaShawn McCoy is no longer there. He ain't getting no touches when he was there. And Patrick Mahomes is already one of the most successful QBs that the NFL has ever seen.
and that's his guy. I think they would both have reasons to both one deride him and the other praise him. I'll tell you this much. Shep, excellent point. The enemy, if he does get a head coaching job, it's going to come with them Chiefs. Eric Bieniemy might have to wait a few more years. Andy Reid ain't going anywhere. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. What are your thoughts here on Eric Bieniemy not, not being a head coach, not having this job? What do you think about him ultimately potentially taking over for the Chiefs? That might be an ideal job. Let's face it. If you're a head coach in the NFL, most times, you're taking over a sinking ship. You're taking over a job where somebody just got fired, and they need you to come in with a mucket and a, bo- a mop. And most times, a bucket and a mop, and then most times, you don't even have a, a damn quarterback to work with. If you're Eric Bieniemy, just wait a few years and you might have the ideal job with one of the greatest quarterbacks that we've seen. Not so bad now, is it? It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Folks in sports, you got to appreciate greatness when you're listening. JR absolutely has one of the best radio voices in the industry. Appreciate it while we have it at this hour that we're available to listen. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. We talked about these head coaches. These new jobs that they received today. Shane Steichen of the Indianapolis Colts. You can go ahead and look at Jonathan Gannon, now of the Arizona Cardinals. And then Eric Bieniemy. he's still with the Chiefs. No one has even given him a shot or a crack at, at being a head coach. Obviously, something's going on. Is his reputation now preceding him? Is he being unfairly judged? Uh, What's the deal? I mean, we got to go back to to Colorado. We got to look at his time in college. Like, what's the deal? Listen to Jonathan Gannon. listen 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 to what this man had to say earlier today. He had the most inspirational message to all of the fans about his new job. Here's Jonathan Gannon. What's up, Bird Gang? Jonathan Gannon, your new head coach. Arizona Cardinals, ready to get to work. Buckle up. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> oh, man. I know his, uh, his inspirational speeches to his players will be just much more livelier than, than what he shared with the fan base. I could hear Kyler Murray. Buckle up, man. Come on, bucko. Anyway, let's get some of your thoughts here. And Shep brought up an excellent point. Eric Bieniemy, he might be in an ideal situation to just take over 
for Andy Reid. I don't think there's too much complaining there. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Kelly is from Michigan. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. Love the show. Thank you. Uh, I, I just want to say, you know, obviously I hope it's not a racial thing, but I think from what I've heard, he's tested for other teams for head coaching positions, and he hasn't tested well. But I'm just wondering if he's more like uh, what we had here in Michigan, a Swartz or a Caldwell that are just better at coordinators or assistant coaches. He tested, tested as in what? He, he He's interviewed. I wouldn't use the word tested. Interviewed, I'm sorry, yes. Yeah. Well, we don't we don't know that. That's that's hearsay. You just heard from one of the greatest quarterbacks to to pick up a football that he thinks he's absolutely amazing. Well, and hopefully, you know, he'll he'll uh, interview for other jobs. But if not, I agree with uh, Shep that maybe he's uh, they're holding on to him or he hasn't got another job. And hopefully, Kansas City bumps him up when Andy Reid retires. No, it's a it's a possibility. Thank you, Kelly, for calling from Michigan. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to San Diego. Yeah, Michigan to San Diego. Let's talk to Tommy. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Big fan. Appreciate what you do every night. Uh, listen to you on my commute home. Uh, it, 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 it helps. It helps big time. So thank you for all you, that you do. Sure. Uh, I, this is a personal antidote. Uh for the interview, and you said it's hearsay, but I'm going to run with it a little bit. Uh, I have never landed a job personally from an interview that I've given, and it's because I'm uncomfortable talking about myself and my vision, and uh, perhaps that could be the same with Eric Bieniemy. but the second, the flip side of that is I've landed jobs based off my body of work that I've done previously and there's no excuse for the enemy not to have a head coaching job and I'm a I'm a recovering Chargers fan I don't have an NFL team anymore but if I did I would I would love for him to be the head coach of my team yeah I hear that thank you Tommy for calling from San Diego you know the thing that and and within with good reason that might rub people the wrong way or the qualifications, he's, he's qualified. And you have people who are less qualified, who have uh, less leadership quality, I would gather, and he doesn't get the chance. That's, that's sad. That sucks. And it only takes one. It only takes one person to put out a rumor. It's, it's easy to do so. I mean, we've heard this. Oh, he, he, I've heard he interviews poorly. It takes one person to say that, and everybody picks it up and runs with it. And that's you, – you just heard Aaron Rodgers talk about the inner circle and uh, you're not in my inner circle and, and what does Adam Schefter know and what does this guy know? Man, people put out so much quote-unquote stuff. You know, I want to use a different word. People put out so much stuff. Nowadays, it just – Travels like wildfire. And then when you're, quote-unquote, in an interview process that's, that's secretive and, and private and not open to the public, you're pretty much set up for anything. 855-212-4CBS. Rich is here from Chicago. 
Hey, good evening, JR. Uh, I will be brief. You will like this. I have a kind of a different take on what I think is wrong. I love the enemy, and I've been an advocate of hiring him for a long time. And, you know, there's probably a lot of reasons. But fundamentally, I think there's two problems in the NFL. One is nepotism. When you take a look at coaches' sons, you can go all the way down the list. There's something like eight or nine head coaches that have a legacy with their with a relative that ultimately get hired. It's kind of the good old boy network. And the other thing I think is a bigger problem is when you do hire a minority coach, I only know of two that get second chances versus the other guys that are recycled to get two and three jobs. And that would be Dungy and Lovey Smith. So the question is not only why aren't they hiring minority coaches, is why don't they get second chances like the other guys? You, I think it's a big you, problem. It, well, it's not that you think it's a big problem. And thank you, Rich, for being brief. I, I appreciate it. It is a problem. It's not like you think it. This is, that has been said for years now. And it's not – you can look at, at, at Shanahan, and, and, and we can go on. He's, he's an example that stands out to me. I remember watching his dad coaching the Super Bowl, and now I'm watching his kid coaching the Super Bowl. I can look at Bill Belichick, his son on the sideline, making funny faces. Like, we, we can go on here. That's an overall issue. There is a massive issue when it comes to black and minority hiring at the head coaching position in the NFL. Obviously, there aren't enough people in management who believe or want to have a black head coach go out and lead a predominantly black team. And a lot of it happens to do with the structure of the NFL. They've just recently implemented five team presidents who, for the most part, oversee the club but not football operations. Jihad is calling from here in Atlanta. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, I'll be brief also, but this is my observation. And and also the interview that you talked about with the head coach. And when when I see Kansas City play, let me go back to Tampa Bay. When I see Tampa Bay play, I see Leftridge talking to Tom Brady on the sideline, sitting next to him with the pad in his hand. I don't see the enemy sitting down with Mahone during the game. I see when the timeouts are called, they go right to Andy Reid. And then you don't see the head coach for the, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles with a, a clipboard in his hand. He's walking up and down the field because he has an offensive coordinator, but Andy Reid has a clipboard. And the third thing that you observe, if, if you look real close, most of the commentators, when something is done, they talk about the genius of Andy Reid, the mind of Andy Reid, because they're looking at Andy Reid and they see him uh, appear to be the one calling the plays. So you don't get the, the enemy might be the offensive coordinator, but you, visually you don't see him as the authority from that pers- perspective when you watch the game. And I think that's one of the main ma- major problems is Andy Reid himself and the persona that's portrayed and the commentators when they talk about what Kansas City does. They don't mention the They mention him as a second thought, as an afterthought. As, as as offensive coordinator, and that's that's just my observation. And a uh, good show. Glad you allowed me to comment on it. I uh, well, hope you, you give me some response. Thanks a well, lot, thank bro. You, thank you, Jahad, for for calling here uh, in Atlanta. Eric Bieniemy 
has called plays throughout his time with the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and you're correct. Perception can certainly be reality. But one size doesn't fit all in every situation in the NFL. Like you do have, you have some head coaches who are going to take over final play calling abilities. Shane Steichen has already made it clear. He's like, hey, I'm the new boss in charge here with the Indianapolis Colts. And whoever I decide to hire as offensive coordinator, they're going to take a back seat to me. We just saw Nathaniel Hackett with the Denver Broncos. Man, I, I wanted to give this guy a chance. He didn't even last. He had to bring somebody in to not just help him with clock management, but to also take over play calling abilities. And you pretty much knew from that point on, he was a walking dead man when it came down to being a head coach. I don't think that's the case. I don't think it's perception is reality. There's so much more that goes on behind the scenes. Like as big as the NFL is, as many teams as there are, as many players and coaches up and down a roster, it's still a community. These dudes know each other. They get recommendations. People hire their friends. They hire people that they're used to. I don't know. Maybe Eric Bieniemy has just rubbed a whole hell of a lot of people the wrong damn way. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Rich is calling from Cali. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. First-time listener, first-time caller. Um, I've been trying to get on the air for the last week. There's been a huge controversy over all-time great quarterbacks, and they're putting Patrick Mahomes above Joe Montana, and I'm like, slow the roll here. I'm like, Joe Montana is, like, perfect in every way. Not even Tom Brady's even as good as him. Uh, everyone needs to go watch those games before they say anything because I watched all the games growing up. And that guy is the most fastest quarterback I've seen on a rollout still to this day. And I'm like, Patrick Mahomes? He barely won the Niners Super Bowl. It took him to the fourth quarter to throw his first touchdown pass. This year, he got lucky on a dang penalty that cost him 15 yards for a winning field goal. He didn't win that game against the Bengals. The damn kicker did. I'm like, this guy's well, getting lucky. Well, well and, Rich, Rich. And, two, rich, I'm like, rich. who cares? Whoa, 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 stop. I, I get it. You, you said you've been waiting for how long? A week? Yeah, and the commentary. Okay, well, stop. Relax. He's not even close to. Oh, shut up. You're on hold now. Be quiet. Can you hear me? Are you going to hang up? Stay here. Stay here. Just relax. Take a breath. Pick one. I'm going to bring you back, but don't talk. You're live on the radio, Rich. You heard what I said? Yes, sir. Well, thank you. Well, take a breath and chill out. You related to Joe Montana? You his nephew? I don't like the guy. I'm a Niner like fan of the heart. That guy made me wait nine hours, nine blocks for an autograph. They said I was safe. I was next. He ran to the helicopter. So you just I mad can't. at every? You just mad at everybody? No, because I went to training camp every year, and uh, I, you know, I complained about that. Steve Young grabbed me. He's like, "What happened?" And he put a Super Bowl winning helmet on me with two. Blonde cheerleaders took pictures, signed Polaroids with me. I jumped in Jerry Rice's car that day, met Jerry Rice. He taught me a lot of moves because I played eight years of football and as a wide receiver. So wait, wait, it really wide receiver where, Rich? Tell us. Uh, Clayton Valley High and then DVC, Diablo Valley College. Okay. All right. 
So your your point is you don't like people elevating Patrick Mahomes. Is that your ultimate point? I got to tell no. you this. No, get it right. He's only halfway to Joe Montana right now. He's not even close. Well, wait a minute. This is – I have no issue with any of your points. But then you started getting real silly when you're talking about how the kicker, only the kicker, won the game this past Sunday. Well, who kicked the last point? I mean, it was up to him to win the game. I got to tell you, I don't know you enough to say this. But what you just said is a dumbass comment. I'm sorry. I mean, I agree. It takes the whole team. Oh, okay. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Hey, look, I don't know. Maybe it took him a while to get to the Giselle Boonchin School of Football. My husband cannot throw and catch the ball at the same time. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side. Hopefully they make a little bit more sense. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's going on, sir? I love the show, man. I wanted to say uh, I've enjoyed your show forever, and I've gone through some tough times. And your show, I feel like you're my spirit radio personality. I just really enjoy you, and I really appreciate it, and I thank you for your time. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm still trying to understand how we we really had someone call up before the break and go, oh, yeah, 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 Patrick Mahomes, uh, he he didn't win that Super Bowl for the Chiefs, the the kicker won. I'm like, man, what are you, stupid? A dumbass comment. I don't want to call you stupid, but that comment was dumb. He also missed a big field goal, too. Yeah, Bucker early on, and he's like, oh, well, uh, oh, it takes the team to win. Yeah, no duh. Did, did you see what happened before the man kicked the field goal? Did you see Patrick Mahomes run 26 yards? Did you see him throw, th- like, three scores? You know the quarterback is the most important dude on the field? I guess he uh, forgot that part. How many incompletions in the second half, JR? Uh, it didn't seem like any. One, which is a throwaway. <laughs> yeah, nothing. 855-212-4CBS. Crystal's calling from Atlanta. Hey, Mr. JR, how you doing tonight or this morning? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for taking my call. First of all, thank you for giving me ass, whoever that uh, caller was before break, because I laughed so hard at him. And thank you for the wait minute, because I said it at the same time. I don't understand what he wasn't looking at. That's hilarious. But Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know. He he, he don't either. But Carson, so I'm a Colts fan. I talked to you a while back, and I was telling you that Miami be a problem sometimes. I don't know if you remember that, but it's all good. But, yeah, so question. If Matt Ryan was to go somewhere, where should he go? Other than here. Retirement. I agree. He need to be sitting on the couch and doing commercials with Peyton Manning and what's his face too, huh? 
<laughs> yeah, no, it, yeah. If I got to think about Matt Ryan, I think he's he's best suited right now to to potentially be a backup on a team that that might yeah. need, might need a hand. I mean, look, it, it's not an ideal situation. I it's assume not, Brock yeah. Purdy. I assume Brock Purdy, and thank you, Crystal, for calling from Atlanta. I assume Brock Purdy will be ready to go. Matt Ryan is not going to be a starter on like a championship caliber squad. Like them days are over. I'm sorry. Matt Ryan did a good job when I saw him at the beginning of the playoffs. Like what what else is Matt Ryan playing for? A championship? He ain't going to be the leader. Go be the backup somewhere. Be cool to chip in every now and then. Dan is calling from Ohio. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Dan? Matt Ryan. I think he's, he's Oh my god. Right now. What Shop, what is Dan is he calling in a is he well, calling in he a, has a radio on, which I told him not to have on. So what, we'll, is he we'll trapped in a room? I'll, I'll get back on the phone with Dan. Hopefully he cooperates next no, time. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Let's try again. Let's see if he if he heard us. Not a chance. You don't think so? Not a chance. Nope. By now, he would have heard us disrespect him by, about <laughs> twice by now. Let's see if he got the message. Probably not, right? Probably not. Yeah, let's skip him. Charles is calling from D.C. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, uh, my uh, point is for Eric Yellamy is that He's getting the Ewan effect. Remember when Ewan played in the NBA for a number of years, and then he became a coach on the Houston team, and he couldn't get a head coaching job because they said the same thing about Ewan, that he didn't interview well. So two people know why the enemy is not getting a job. That's the owner and Coach Reed, because anywhere, anytime you work in an organization, there's a pipeline. When you were on campus and you liked this girl and you wanted to date her, you did some recon. You talked to her girlfriends. Or you talk to people that knew her, and you try to find out, hey, you know, what was going on with her, and so therefore you took your shot. But you know, that's what I'm thinking. So he's getting a you in effect because that's what they do when they don't want to hire you. They put out stuff about you that may not be true, or it may be true. Oh, but, absolutely. You know, that that so, goes for a lot of free agents. I would say more so in the case of Patrick Ewing. He rubbed a lot of people the long uh, the wrong way throughout the course of his career. That's one thing. And the yeah, second sure. element of it is, how many how many seven feet tall? And, yeah, we can go ahead and pick out a Bill Russell. How many back-to-the-basket centers have you looked at as coaches? It's, it's, almost, it's almost boilerplate in the world of sports. And thank you, Charles, for calling from D.C. Everybody wants the point guard as their, their head coach. You need, the, you need the point guard, the guy who was able to see it on the floor, and then also potentially see it from the bench. So you get a you get a wide range. Think about the NBA now. You got a Jacques Vaughn, who was a backup's backup. Strong and reliable for the 10 minutes that he was out there, if that. And now you got somebody like Jason Kidd. People typically, if you think about baseball, they want the catcher. You want to be able to look at someone who gets to see the entire field. Someone who understands and works with the pitchers. Someone who goes to bat. Someone who understands defensive positioning, etc. It's hard if you Patrick Ewing and you eight feet tall and everybody's moving up and down the court. It's just like, oh, we don't want Patrick running our team. And then Patrick is a jerk. Damn, oh, damn. Shep, this guy, you spoke to this guy? I did. I have faith in Dan second time around, yes. Should I bring him on the radio? I believe in Dan. 
America doesn't believe in him. <laughs> Let's what, is try. he at the enemy now? Yeah, well, yeah, we don't believe in him. Hey, Dan, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, man, what's going on? You had, the, you had eight <laughs> radios going on. <laughs> I'm just driving home. I got confused, and I, when I heard your voice, I... My, I start dropping everything. Um, no, getting back to your point with the minority head coaches, um, I love your show. I listen to every night when I drive home. Um, I'm just curious. Um, like, in hockey, I know mostly they're all white, and the coaches are all, all white. And, like, I love the goal. In basketball, I love the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry. And I know that, the, like I said, the players in basketball, they're mostly, I'd say, over 90% black. I'm no, just curious. I don't 70, know the answer. Not, not, um, not 70. It's about 70. No, I said 90. Yeah, not ninety, about seventy. Okay, well, whatever. Um, what no, are the, it's not, I don't know. No, the no, 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 no. It's not whatever. That's the facts. But go ahead. Okay. Um, I was just curious. I don't know the answer to this. So what's the majority of the head coaches in the NBA? Are they black or white? It's about half. Half of the coaches, just about in the NBA, are African American. Oh, okay. I just didn't know why this was going. Wasn't going. Okay. That one answered my question. Okay. No problem, Thanks. Dan. Thank you for calling from Ohio. Yep. All right, bye. All right. Well, Shep, that took uh, – you could have answered You could have answered that. Why do you need to talk to me for that? He got Google. Oh, no, well, he's no. driving. He, he said he's he driving, said, He right? said he's driving. But I also think it, it does shed light that the NBA, your friend Adam Silver, it is the most progressive league in terms of diversity hiring, which has been long overdue, and the NFL can very well take a page from the NBA. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, you know what? This is this is not just a it's not just a sports issue. Unfortunately, it is a societal issue. And I know there's some people who get sick and tired of hearing about it, but I think anyone who does a little bit of due diligence and education will, will understand why this is the case, uh, why this is important, and why we should have more equity for everyone who participates in things here in this country. You know, as Rich from Chicago called and pointed out, nepotism is key. People want to work with people who they are close with, who they rely on, who they have trust in, who they feel comfortable with. I think it's human nature. I think people can do a better job in opening up their brains, and I think that's a pathway and a start to having more equity, not just in coaching ranks, but in all types of positions over the damn country. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.